you wanna learn about the music industry and you don't know where to go, tune into WP88.7, Brave New Radio. We got managers, producers, record labels, concert promoters galore. Every Wednesday at 8 p.m. Yeah! Music Biz 101 and more live from Nashville, Tennessee, the Boy. volunteer state. Make sure you go to our website, musicbiz101wp.com. Sign up for that newsletter. You need to sign up for our newsletter. Follow us on the Instagram, the Twitter, the Facebook, at musicbiz101wp. And, of course, we have a podcast, which many of you are listening to right now, mm-hmm. and you found it at iTunes or SoundCloud, Music Biz, Ampersand, 101. No, Music Biz 101, <laughs> Ampersand, more. Music Biz 101 and more. I'm your professor, David Kirk Philp. Who are you? I am Stephen Marconi. Dr. Esteban. Yes. And so as you listen, you'll hear a student. You're going to hear a great, great person. But this was a summer class because of William Patterson University. So we want to thank Ashley Weltner, who's been our engineer for all of our radio shows yes. over the past year, and she hooked us up with this tremendous technique of recording that we're doing right now. And we should give thanks, so we put our uh, hands together, legs together, eyes closed, heads down. Thanks to the folks at Van Dyne Bruno, Inc. and White Hat Management, with artists like Charlie Puff, Dave Matthews, and Kith. There's only one place to go for your band's business management. Go to VB. CPA.com when you are ready. And we should all give thanks to Christine Vey. Oi, a wealth manager and the president of. <laughs> Oi, Vey Management. <laughs> Oi, Vey Wealth Management. Christine has helped many of our professionals at William Patterson University to manage their investments and plan out for their retirement. If you're looking for some guidance on how to plan for your retirement, or if you have any questions on anything from investments and portfolio management to insurance retirement planning, give Christine a call at, repeat after me, 732 732 455. 455. 1,510. 1,510. You can also email her, Christine at oi. theywealth.com. And take the last oi off for savings. That's right. Many shout outs to many different people, but don't forget managing your band's sixth edition. By the time you hear this, it has been out for a year, but like fine wine, it's aging beautifully. Mm-hmm. It's a book, it's in color, it's got glossy pages. And only a few mistakes. Very few mistakes. <laughs> so you're going to love it. And always contact, uh, contact us. Again, go to musicbiz101wp.com, and that's where you can find everything out. Again, big thanks to the Music Biz Association for having us here. Yes. And now on to La Interview. Music Biz 101 and more, Brave New Radio. We are still in Nashville. I'm your professor, David Kirk Philp. He is your doctor. Yes. Doctor Dr. Yes. Dr. Yes. Stavon Marconi. That's right. And uh, we're here with Chris Suskind of MyBandSource.com. But even better, we are here with Ashley Weltner, who produces our shows, engineers our shows. And she was the person who brought Chris in today to talk to us all about MyBandSource.com. Chris Huskine and Ashley Weltner, Ashley Weltner and Chris Huskine. Oh. I like this guy. Yes. <laughs> I love-
love him. I think he's great. He's going to. There you go. So, Ashley, what do we need to know? Well, I figured we would start off. I figured we would start off with. Can you explain what mybandsource.com is? Well, of course. Um, <laughs> I feel like that's part of my job, right? Yeah. <laughs> that's why you're here. Um, well, I guess we'll, we can start on the you most. Own it? Is it? Yeah. So okay. it's not. It's an LLC. Um, start in the most simple sense. The easiest way to kind of digest it is what Yelp does for undiscovered restaurants or local businesses. Uh-huh. We aim to do with undiscovered artists and up and coming artists. So capitalizing on that kind of collection of direct, whether it's consumers of the restaurant or direct kind of following of fans Uh. and kind of creating a conversation around their opinions and their energies and consolidating that information to be useful to the artists and as well as an access point between the artists and the consumers that's not inundated by the whole crazy world of social media and, and, and all that. So so the mm-hmm. Yelp for artists. Yes, is the easiest way to think about it. So. D- quick aside, because we uh, teach uh, an entrepreneurship yep. and music class to a bunch of MBA students. Uh-huh. And about two weeks ago, part of their final project was to bring in, as a, as a group, they're going to create a business. And um, they kept coming in and explaining word, 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 right. gobbledygook, but you could not understand what their businesses were. And I was saying, what you need to do is say, we are the Yelp of music, whatever. Right. We are the whatever, I right. forget what the thing, and you did it, right. which I mean, is I perfect. Used to, I, so. I guess kind of from, just from talking about it, uh, you know, I started kind of with, in the beginning, it was like this whole like 15 minute, like, right. and then there's yeah. this and yeah. this and that and this, and everyone's like, the heck are you talking about? Yeah. And like, you just gotta look, be able to just go like, something that's relatable, easy, and digestible, even if it's like, you know, some people say, well, don't relate yourself to something else, but like, I feel like, especially if you only have a limited amount of time to speak mm-hmm. about it and you want someone to really mm-hmm. grasp mm-hmm. it and understand mm-hmm. it, like, mm-hmm. I personally think it's useful to relate it to something that people are familiar to. Well, it's not we, like we're trying to be Yelp or anything, but that's just right. like, how you understand Right. Because we've talked platform. to a number of uh, entrepreneurs right. while we've been out here, and you're the first to do that. Right. But we get it. Right. The right. other people, there was one guy, we were 10 or 15 minutes in the conversation a day so ago, like, mm-hmm. and I said, I still don't understand what you right. do. And, and I'm you know, listening right. to every word, and I'm watching his lips move, right. so I'm trying to, re- you know. You know, so. it's not just Yelp. There's like, I don't know if you guys are like yeah. wine, but there's like Vivino for yeah, wine. Sure, TripAdvisor is more Trip for like international so travel. It's just like. Right. Zagats. Right, exactly. Yeah. It's perfect, you know. Um, but, you know, there's a little fun little story of kind of how it came up with it, but which was from Yelp and TripAdvisor. Mm-hmm. Um, I was in Europe between my freshman and sophomore year of college um, doing a little trip um, during the summer before I actually had a crazy fashion internship in Paris, which is a whole other story, but mm-hmm. through, through a family connection just to kind of do some international marketing work, which was really cool um, and good interpersonal training because that's a very, like, kind of like music business. Mm-hmm. It's a very, like, forward, like, talking, like, networking, mm-hmm. you know, all the time kind of... Uh, Kind of area, but um, that being said, so I was there for a little. So my internship started in July, but I had I went over in May after school ended. So I had a couple months to kind of peruse around Europe and uh, make my way. And I was just always so pumped when I would find like such like a tiny, whether it's like a little pizza shop, a little Mm -hmm. restaurant, a little Mm -hmm. bed and breakfast that were so small. Like some of them were like little ten seat restaurants, but they were so good. And I thought to myself, like, what an awesome thing that something like TripAdvisor Yelp exists. TripAdvisor more in, in Europe, but Yelp in more mm-hmm. for local stuff in America. But same thing. Um, and just like, because these, these, these little restaurants and these brands, it, how, how, are they, how else would they be able to get that international recognition and validation from the people?
people that love them so much mm. and how would that word get out like it's not like they have social media marketing mm. teams you know mm. like, but they they've done they've done fine they relied on word of mouth you know for for years but this tool has come along that's just allowed them to kind of catapult to like the top of the lists in some large cities you know like for example i was in brussels and there was this little sandwich shop called like Tonton Darby. I still remember. And it was so small. And it was literally rated like number three like food establishment in all of Brussels. And this is like playing against like these like yeah. Michelin star restaurants, right, right. all this stuff. But that's what, you know, that's the beauty of it. And I kind of had like at a Eureka, you know, being involved in, in music most of my life. You know, I've been playing kind of more of, a, more of a hobby, but I've been playing all my life. Been a huge fan. My dad is an extreme music head, you know, never stopped listening to vinyl, that kind of stuff. So mm -hmm. I was always just brought up listening to like Brian Eno instead of like Led Zeppelin, you know, some right. weird stuff like that, which was awesome. Retrospectively, back then I was like, what the heck is this ambient stuff? <laughs> like I'm gonna go to, yeah. 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 But um, but now I'm like, now I understand and I appreciate it. Um, but to get back, back on track, um, I don't know, I just thought that was such an awesome thing. And, I, and you know, my first thought was, why can't you apply this in, you know, other areas? And I saw that it had been done, you know, for wine and had been done for, you know, IMDB is a classic one. Um, and I thought, well, what about music? You know, there's such a, a, a wide range of artists that are, especially in Nashville, that are talented, that have skills, that have even like a, a decent loyal following, whether it's, you know, a thousand people or 10,000 people, a hundred thousand people that are still not getting the awareness that the, the momentum, the buzz that they deserve um, through the kind of traditional channels that exist right now. Mm -hmm. um, and we kind of, I mean, I'm sure you guys would agree with this kind of, I don't mean this in a negative way, but I think the music business is tends to be stagnant and it tends to be sheepish in the way that, you know, once something is, is done mm -hmm. and that's the way it's very difficult, yeah. particularly for this industry mm -hmm. to kind of let it get shaken up, so to speak. Mm -hmm. Um, especially with information and the way that people are, are informed and the way that they get their inf marketing data, whether it's, you know, the big labels or the small labels. Um, mm -hmm. but I thought, you know, why not try to utilize that same energy and apply it to music because, the fan, your fan base is powerful. Um, obviously, they're the ones that are that make or break your success because they're the ones who are supporting you, who are vouching for you, who are purchasing your products, tickets, merchandise, whatever it may be. Um, so give them a vehicle to do that, and also give the artist a vehicle to turn around and point at that and say, "This is, this is my kind of my my momentum behind me, and it comes from the people that are going to be supporting of me." You know. Mm -hmm. So. Mm -hmm. So they do. On the app, is it um, more of a multiple choice, um, or how so, does it work? So the beta site right now is just set up in like a one to five star system, very simple. Um, but you know, the latest kind of thing that I've been thinking of, and the kind of a lot of you know when I got out there and was kind of getting out of the building, so to speak, a lot of pushback from artists was not, you know, they were they loved the fact that it was consolidated, the fact that they could get information from their fans, but their whole sticking point was. Well, how can some? What about how can I get a rating like a restaurant? You know, I'm not a restaurant. I'm a, I'm, a, I'm an artist. Yeah, you know, right. um, and you know, for sake for sake of proof of concept, we didn't we hadn't actually changed on the website. We kind of kept it, but we kind of developed the idea, and we're still toying with um, this is kind of latest news, so to speak. Was uh, well, what if we just did like a love button? You know, Instagram has likes, and you keep make put a counter on the amount of people that support the artist, mm -hmm. and they're they're prompted to validate why, and it could be pretty open-ended, and you kind of kind of collect that, in not a scrapbook, but you know what I mean, it's, it's, you can kind of form a story of what, why the fans connect with their artists, what they like about them, you know, what whether it was an album, or whether it was a great live show that they saw, without having to break down and almost quantify them into like a, a 
product or something. So that was kind of, that was one of the cool things I learned about ta while talking to artists about that. Um, we haven't actually implemented that yet, but it's something that we're definitely considering and I think would make it a more straightforward experience mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and allow the conversation to be more important than like, you know, because I feel like I could, I could see, and I, I saw people kind of when they were playing with it, just like, be like, well, you know, what's the difference between four and five? And like, what's, how can you even like make, you know, how's that someone that bad if they're being a professional musician to be a one, you know? Um, mm. But they do that with movies. Right. You get five stars right. or for TV shows yeah, or I get thumbs th up. That is true. Down. And that's kind of why like it, a lot of people still, you know, wrote, you know, grasp that art, you know, that yeah. was kind of some of the comments that stuck out, but I still thought it was interesting. Um, and I guess that's kind of the latest thing is how do you kind of overcome that sort of, you know, right. that idea? Um, well, do you well, make it more simple or do you make it more discussion forward? But do, but the way that it would be set up, you know, having the artist page, having their affiliate links for merchandise, ticketing, um, what, right. whatnot would still, and the way it would be set up, it looks like a Yelp page pretty much. Um, but that would be the same. So. For, for most products, for most products, uh, what happens is usually you will get more people that hate the project product right. to offer their opinion right. than the people that love it. I mean, if you love something, then usually just, right. you know, exactly. it's great. Um, but I think it's uh, it's definitely as an entrepreneur, it's it's very valuable, and I think it's very wise to keep your ears open as possible. Yeah, but um, I'm just saying they're gonna are people gonna say, well, it's always skewed the people that hate will always right. offer their opinion or right. your, your whole two, hotel room sucked. Right. Well, you're going to tell everybody. Yeah, and I think um, I think that's it, it's, it's a, that's a very good point, and I think that that almost needs to be a part of it just for the natural and organic mm -hmm. nature of mm -hmm. building that quality information and quality right. community. Right. Um, you have to have all of, all of the spectrum, yeah. good and bad, and I think that filtering either or makes it, you know, makes it less likely to start taking care of itself once it reaches that critical amount of people involved. Yeah, yeah. And also just would not be as useful to the artist because they want to hear it from the, from the hip real. And let's say, you know, they were, when they're great, right. and they got all fives or whatever number you're going to use, right. and then people, can the artist can use that too and say, well, most people, when we sucked, they're going to be, and here it is, we got all these great right. numbers, so right. we must be unbelievable. Right. And, and the other thing I want to ask is, did you determine, I'm sorry, did you determine uh, a five uh, scale so that there would be a middle point three, or did you think about a six or a four where com somebody can't go, well, they're right, they're yeah, right. You know, you gotta, yeah. you gotta fall on one side, yeah. well, they gotta fall on the right. other side, it's but they can't go right. That's interesting, I mean, the way that we set it up was, was um was a five star system just to like be as close as kind of like familiar to Yelp right. and, and TripAdvisor, um, but yeah, I mean that's definitely something that we we have thought about um, and is interesting to kind of giving people that middle ground. Yes, um, so I usually like a four or an even number, so they don't, so they can't pick the even. You got to decide. Right. I'm done. Right. I'll be outside. <laughs> Marconi's here all week. Yeah. Okay, Ashley, why don't you ask a question for once? Uh, yeah, I know. This is, <laughs> um, this is what we do to every interview. We have the student come in, and then we never let them talk. <laughs> no, we don't. All right, I actually have a few questions, so we'll just warning you. We'll let you ask one, then we're going to just jump in. <laughs> no, go on. Your oh, show. man. All right, so do you think this would be more advantageous for the local artist or a more known artist? Um, 
That's a great question. I think initially, um, for the local artists, um, because the kind of idea and, and noble cause behind it was to try to leverage and, and ignite that local following that that person has and empower them to the point and give them a vehicle to to really get that word to carry and float. Um, you know, having it all in one place, having all those, you know, something that the artist can be informed by and point to and say, look, like, I deserve this deal or I deserve this, you know, whatever they want to be doing to further their career and advance their their goals and their whatever it may be. Um, we want it to kind of serve as, you know, if you think of like another form of ammunition for that artist to kind of present themselves, market themselves, and in a way that's kind of hard, hard to argue with because it comes directly from the consumer. So I think that, especially in its, in its early stages, I feel like a, a, a local artist could capitalize on this more, especially because of you know the geographic segmentation and being able to kind of rally people around you know in in their community around them on the site. Um, I think for a, a top line artist, I mean it's still useful because it, it adds another kind of piece of data to the data pie, so to speak. Um, but I don't believe it would be as like powerful and as kind of igniting. To a, to a top line artist because they already are established already and they're comfortable. Everybody knows who Post right. Malone is right. at this point. But discussions around them you know, could be useful to them. I feel like, I, let me recant a little bit. I feel like for a top line artist, let's see, you have two kind of two kind of bodies using being involved in my band. So you have the artists and you have the fans. Um, I feel like the fans would be get more out of the top line artists and being having the discussions around them. And you know, they like to debate about you know, Bieber and whatever it may be. Um, people love to do that, and that's a good vehicle to do so. You know, I love them because of this, or they're, you know, this is disappointing because of this, and you can reply and whatever. Um, but for the artists themselves, I feel like a smaller artist who is looking to find another way to increase their increase their buzz, increase their awareness, and start to build up their brand recognition, so to speak. Um, if that kind of answers your question, it so does. okay. And I actually have wanted to jump off of that. I saw on your website um, that an artist could claim their page. Right. Do they have any extra like abilities of, or things they can do? Can they engage with fans yeah. on the website? So basically like like a restaurant can claim their page on Yelp. Um, basically what you would you if you did that, you know, you go through like your Twitter and Facebook I'll off so you can't just I can't just be like I'm going to be Bon Jovi, you know what I mean? So <laughs> But um, you know, once that's done, the, basically it would be as if they had an account and it would be a verified account um, and they could interact with and join the conversation themselves and interact mm -hmm. with what mm -hmm. the fans are saying if they so choose. You know, If that's mm -hmm. not their, their end game, they just want to be informed, they could do that as well. But if they want to try to prompt more mm -hmm. engagement or just like you know, be able to make that kind of go in and make that personal touch or make that personal connection, um, they have the ability to do so. Um, and have that control over, like pretty much user control over that profile if they so wish. So, mm -hmm. how, how, how does he make money? <laughs> same question. Ah, Wh okay, where's well, the revenue? So how can where's you do this for a living? So the way that we kind of came up with was kind of a three-pronged uh, revenue model. Um, and it's all kind of, uh, the catch-22 is that it's all indicative on a critical mass of people being mm -hmm. on the site, which is kind of how this stuff works. It's not going to be easy. It's right. not supposed to be right. easy. Right, 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 right. You know, you got to have, you got to build yeah. the house and people, and I don't know, it's a, 
whatever that saying is. But yeah. they build it, they will come. Yeah, yeah, no, but you can't totally think like that. Yeah. That's a whole other story. Thanks but um, <laughs> but yeah, so the first thing we kind of thought of was let's tap into affiliate marketing network. So let's get bandas in town involved. Let's get like Merch Cave and Amazon merchandise involved because we want to tr- try to create a page where as much information as and as much of ancillary things that are tied to the artist are available for the fan to be involved in, whether it's just pu- you know putting in the discussion or get being part of the discussion or you know being able to bounce out to one of the ticketing sites and purchase the ticket because they see that they're coming to play or p- purchase a shirt off of Amazon or Merch Cave, wherever it may be. Um, we wanted to kind of tie into that. Um, obviously, that's not the driving revenue source, but I think it's good to include that. Um, the second thing would be sponsored content. Um, you know whether a label wants to reach out to us because we had a home page that was like featured that would weekly change um, whatever artists were featured of the week you know what who's most buzzing um, would be kind of placed on that like front page carousel so you know artists labels could potentially pay to be have preferential mm-hmm. treatment and for have more awareness estate. right yeah. of the real estate um, mm-hmm. as well as I, I don't know if you're familiar when you search for Yelp this gets me every time I always click on this because they, they make it so close when you search for something They'll have like three results that are paid placement at the top, and yes, then the list will yes, start. And I right, always yeah, like right. when you're glancing, you never see that. It's pretty sly, but that's good. Right. People pick and pay. It's, <coughs> I mean, it makes a lot of money if, if you have that captive audience. And Google does that too. You right. do Google search right. and on the right. Yep. Top. Right. And obviously, the, the more involved and valuable and wide and big your audience is, the more command you have over that. But the, it's good to understand that that's a valuable option. And the third thing, which was our most kind of noble, noble thing, in my opinion, was trying to create a data source from that infirm- fan information, you know, through a data portal um, and also including like information, obviously, you know, by the terms and conditions about the users and about the fans for artists to look at, you know, whether it's geographic or demographic, some sort of segmentation, which, um, which, you know, this is still conceptual. We never actually built this out mm-hmm. yet. Um, but... And just to add add to a piece of the data pie, because the issue is, you know, 99% of the market are are 1% of Spotify's revenue. And, you know, and the same thing with the labels, you know, you have like 67% of the, I think this is, this is might've been, might be an old fact, but it was a fact at one point of the total label revenue is run by Universal, Sony and Warner, right? Um, and then the 30, whatever, 33 remaining, roughly. which is still a huge, yeah, it's huge, roughly for the end huge chunk. You know, it's like a $16 billion market, the label, mm-hmm. label market. It has to be fought over by the one point whatever million indie labels. Um, and a lot of those labels are looking for ways to find information and capitalize on marketing information without having to pay Nielsen and Next Big Sound, all these analytical companies that are now owned by Spotify and Apple Music and Pandora. Pandora. Yeah. Um, it's, those are not cheap. Niels, I think Nielsen's data package is something like $12,000, $15,000 a month. You know, mm-hmm. like if I'm running like 10 artists on my indie label, I can't afford that. No. But I still, I want to get more information than just clicking around on Facebook and clicking on Spotify and seeing where my listeners are. So our idea was why don't we try to build enough information where you know obviously it's not going to be anything like nielsen but enough where it's still informative still able to help these labels and help these artists whether whoever would be interested in that to make informed decisions and understand you know and have a better command over their their consumers mm-hmm. and their and their fan base whether it's 
like I said, from a geographic standpoint, a demographic standpoint, from where, you know, where are we going to up our dollar spend, you know, but the information would be obviously more than what you can get just kind of Googling around. Um, mm -hmm. And we would charge a fair price for that. Um, I think, you know, we didn't, we haven't really come up with, you know, maybe we just used for an example, like hundred bucks a month, right? Um, you know, obviously we haven't tested that because we haven't built out the, the actual capability, but that was, that was what we were thinking. If we could get people go after that indie art, you know, that indie market, because all the big data kind of goes right to top line because mm -hmm. they know that they can pay those insane dollars, which yeah, is still, sure. which kind of attributes to the even more, it's like a, you know, like the wealth gamble, so to speak, you know? Right. Um, and you know, not, no one has really been like, you know, we're gonna try to under, not undercut, because that's a nasty word, but we're, not, we're gonna try to penetrate from the backside, so to speak. Mm -hmm. That's also, that's, <laughs> never mind. Provide a fair price <laughs> yes. so that customers uh, That didn't sound to too us. great, but, well, uh, I mean, but you I, know what I'm trying to say, yeah. yes. I mean, I could see uh, the, um, I could see many record companies paying ads. Right. I mean, paying ads for the first three, four, Absolutely, right. on the page like once, this. Once the traffic is there. Right. Yeah, so we're, yeah exactly. Absolutely. It's all based off the critical mass. So we think, you know, with the combination of that, and obviously as we progress, you know, we're, we're always exploring different ways to kind of open up the revenue streams and expand, you know, different, into different areas. But those were the kind of, for the proof of concept, so to speak, those were the three that we kind of thought through and we, we ran our, our, our projections and whatnot off of. Um, so, yeah. Mm -hmm. Two minutes you want to get in your last question. Yeah, I actually <laughs> have two more questions, Okay, but I'll make it quick. One per minute. Um, right. So, like, I know fans can use the art, like, the website, but do you see it being used by industry professionals to rate how artists are to work with? Yeah, we thought, we thought about, you know. Hold on, hold on. You mean how, like so do, how, do like I want to sign this artist? Like, if someone books them for books the artist for a show can they rate how they were at the show how they yeah. acted okay. and make it more like of that. an industry leaning yeah. so yeah. it could be yeah. so, so we actually we, we, we definitely thought about this and this is something that you know is on our on our minds for sure was maybe creating like a separate portal that or separate there, yeah. Yeah. that's like industry specific that you have to have like a, you know special keys or for or whatever or a subscription right which we also kind of were like toying mm -hmm. with as a potential revenue stream um, mm -hmm. and you have to obviously have that subscription to have access to that information in order to kind of filter out the general fan populace and let them exist in their own space. Um, but yeah, I mean, you could do, you know, whether it's a, a venue or booking agency, um, you know, they could share notes and compare um, information on artists or bands or, or even just how your label rosters, whatever it may be. Um, yeah, I think that that could be, you know, you could kind of transplant that idea and, and and make it more industry specific, potentially with added fields or added, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. star categories, yeah, whatever it may sure. be, more in detail. Yeah, then I guess agents or you mentioned venues whatever. or promoters would want to look at this. Right. And yeah. Right. Interesting. And but I think it would be. I do agree that it, it, at least in my my take is I think it should be separate from the fan community around. Mm -hmm. So it yeah. start to get too icky, not mm -hmm. icky, but it, you know, it's mm -hmm. going to lose its kind of organic, you know. You, you want to keep that re -raw. It's a different audience at right. that point. Yeah. Yeah. So. All right, and where do you see ma my band source going in the future? Well, I'd like to keep, I mean, I'd like to keep pursuing it. Right now, um, like as of right now, um, I'm, I'm entertaining a couple offers to come into a couple local startups and help try to apply this sort of strategy and thinking around mm -hmm. you know, community building and how mm -hmm. to kind of unlock 
alternative revenue streams and alternative information streams for artists um, and try to apply it to their kind of business models, um, especially ones that are trying to change the way that the industry works in the same way. Um, so, but I'm still gonna keep working on my idea um, and keep pursuing that, you know, um, and I want it, you know, my, my idea was, you know, I graduated last Friday, you know, why not mm. spend a little time somewhere with someone, with, you know, under someone with a little bit more experience, a little bit more further along in the company life cycle um, that's still doing stuff that's completely relevant to my idea and to the kind of cause and the, the ideation of how to help artists overcome these the stagnation that we see now. Um, and hopefully, you know, my goal is to either work in the product as is or the strategy or the thinking behind it, you know, whatever the manifestation you, that, you know, I'll just have to wait and see how, how thinking can be applied or whether it's more product heavy. But I think that the ideas behind, you know, what I've learned from artists and what I've learned from working with some of the labels that, you know, saw the kind of saw this and said, okay, I can see this changing things. Um, you know, I want to I want to apply that, you know, and continue to apply that, whether it's through this company specifically or through someone else where I can incorporate that into their model and incorporate that into the way that they mm -hmm. are trying to help themselves. Mm -hmm. But um, I do I do continue like aim and plan to continue, you know, marketing this and building this um, as I kind of get that stable footing under me as well, because, you know, as a recent grad, I got to. Uh, I've got to kind of, I want to, I'd like to spend a little bit of time somewhere with where I could learn and kind of mm -hmm. hone in my skills even more before kind of really right. putting my head into this hundred, you know, not that I'm not right now, but you know what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Kind of, yeah. yeah. So I think that's not a, not a bad strategic move, at least for me. Um, and you know, there might be a perfect product marriage, who knows, you know, so, and if not, at least the concepts and strategies can be utilized in a productive way. And for, for me, that's enough to keep me passionate about it and keep me trying to hone in on it you know like I said whether it's changing mm -hmm. the stars to hearts or whatever it may be S stuff like that that I will I, I always will think through and you know hopefully will some someday someone will say you know let's do this you know what I mean mm -hmm. so well by the way instead of stars or hearts which have been taken and you, like they're tomatoes so you can't do yeah right. I was gonna say you yeah. can have a rock up rock down drumsticks or guitar yeah, exactly. you guitar sure. up or right, down right, whatever right. So. it could be fun so yeah. is there any Patent or trademark? You um, have yeah, we this? have trademarks um, on the on the logo and the name. Um, right. How about on a concept? Has it been uh, filed at all yep, yet? Yep. Yep. Okay. So. All right. So he's smart. No, I've yes. just seen yeah, record companies serious, doing good. this. Right. Yeah. And I'm not in. I guess that. the 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 kind of patience part of me is I'm not in, in any extreme rush to push this mm -hmm. and jump into this mm -hmm. until I have. You know, because now I've graduated, I've done what I need to do for my school, and you know I'm about to be plugged in somewhere where I can still apply parts of this or even all of it. You know, we'll have to wait and see. But I'm in no rush to kind of you know push push it when it's not ready to be pushed because mm -hmm. I think that it'll evolve as I have more experience and meet more people, mm -hmm. and I will continue to, to market it and talk about it and talk about how it can change the way that things work. Um, and I just I'm confident that one day I'll you know whether it's finding the right business partner or finding that, you know, technical resource that'll support me on that side or, you know, finding an artist that's got some pull and is like, let's take this and run with this, you know, who knows? But I'm I'm kind of just uh, I'm enjoying the ride. So Right. Mm -hmm. well, we've enjoyed having yeah, you on our podcast you. radio yeah, show. Thank you. Chris Suskind. Oh,
mybandsource.com. People should check that out. And are you on LinkedIn or anything? I like am. That? Yes, Go sir. Go to LinkedIn. Uh, Chris Suskind yep. with three S's. C U S U S S K I N D. Yep. Three S's. That's it is, correct. It is very kind of you to be here. Yeah. Nice, good old German name. So. That's right. So at the end of every show, we don't say hello. You know what we say at the end of every show, Ashley? Oh no. You what do you think we say at the end of every show, <laughs> Ashley? Because it's not hello. Audio. Audio. Hey, Dave, what do Paul Sinclair from Atlantic, Tom Hefter from Ticketmaster, Rosie Lopez from Tommy Boy, and Heather Ellis from Pandora all have in common? They're all bigwigs in the music and entertainment industry, Esteban. And? They all hate warm beer. And? They've all been guests on the Music Biz 101 and More radio show at 8 o'clock on Wednesday nights. Bingo. If you want to learn more about the music and entertainment biz, tweet in a question and tune in every Wednesday night at 8 o'clock to Music, music Biz 101 and More on Brave New Radio. radio. 